0: It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go.
1: Howdy, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that doesn't take itself all that serious because we don't take it, you know, we We don't don't take take it ourselves seriously. Yeah, we don't take it serious. But today we have a very um, special guest. And the reason I say special guest, and I say that a lot with people that we have on because it's just the first thing that comes to my mind.
0: But every guest is special.
1: It's the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm introing someone. But... In reality, I have never had this whiskey, and it's probably like top five whiskeys with social media presence that I see because you guys do an awesome job just like connecting with the people that. Because everybody
0: but you has it. Yeah,
1: sure, (laughs) Uh, but but you guys do a great job, and I'm excited to hear more about your brand. We're here from, uh, we're here with Mike from Blue uh run i almost said some i almost said uh the other there's another blue one anyways uh blue run whiskey and i want to start off by saying first and foremost um i see a lot of you guys online i see you have a huge presence you you you, every creator i feel like talks about you guys but one thing that everyone says it's the best bottle in the game and i gotta i gotta say like I, i i think i agree i don't know if there is a better bottle now that i see it in person here holding it than a blue run bottle. I mean, this is beautiful. So, um, I, I know this is on your website. I know this is part of your story. What's the significance of the butterfly?
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks for having me on guys. Um, really appreciate the opportunity to do this. It's, uh, it's <clears throat> checking off a bucket list item for me. So, um, so thank you. And, and, uh, <laughs> we're going to make you, uh, into the biggest blue run fan ever, Connor. Um, excuse me. So, uh, the butterfly is, uh, it, it symbolizes the idea of a metamorphosis or a change. Um, and what we're attempting to do is change the way that bourbon is approached and, uh, marketed and discussed, um, you know, for, for the longest time, it was a product that was really uh, marketed toward, uh, what I'll call like the stereotypical bourbon drinker, what I like to call the old rich white guy. Yeah. Right. And you guys know this because you see everybody in the industry. You also see what the consumers look like and they run the gamut. It's people from all age ranges. It's people from different backgrounds, uh, you know, geographically, socially, economically. Um, And, um, you know, we looked at bourbon as mainly a bunch of wine bottles with uh, paper labels, call them tan paper labels with brown script writing. They were called Old This or Ancient That or, you know, fill in the blank, right? And... We don't think that sort of approach speaks to a modern generation, Uh, especially in a country that is rapidly diversifying and changing. And and the people who are drinking bourbon today um, don't look like that stereotypical bourbon drinker anymore. So the idea for us was we were going to attempt to change um, or modernize the bourbon experience so that butterfly symbolizes change.
1: That's beautiful. Fun fact I'm terrified of butterflies. <laughs> <my brother>. <laughs> <laughs> Which colors? All of them. Any butterfly. I think butterflies are creepy. Yeah. In, in yeah. real life. But I'm also like, I think birds are creepy in general. Anything that flies just doesn't sit right with me, man.
0: Unless it's Superman.
1: Unless it's Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah. But uh, I've always been, ever since I was a kid, I remember. Very vividly, running around at the at the little league field when I was a kid, and I looked down, and my shoes weren't on, and there was a butterfly on my toe, and I was probably like five or six, and I know for a fact I've never cried as hard. I mean, wow. I, I I that did. is a dogs have died, family bad. members have died. I did not cry as hard as when that that butterfly was on my toe at age five. That is
0: a sad and embarrassing story that you. I'm so happy you shared because. That what just shows you're a big that? baby. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to make fun of him for a long time with that. So well, I, I was
1: five years old. I don't care. Your son would probably do the same thing. My kid chases
0: butterflies. He tries to catch him in the backyard. He's like
1: yeah, butterfly. Just, just wait. Just wait. There's a there's an age where butterflies you, become. I
0: creepy. I don't remember that. I went to Butterfly World when I lived down in Florida. Oh, so I used to man. like <laughs> 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 I used to like you could get like little uh, cocoons and stuff and then watch them hatch and then let them go. You, no.
2: Hunter's
1: out. He's 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 out. On
0: that. <laughs> so you gonna be okay to drink a whiskey that's in a bottle with a butterfly on it?
1: You know, I I think I'm gonna be okay. You sure? I think I'm gonna be all right. Yeah, I'm actually. The quite contains three percent
2: butterfly, so
1: I'm out. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is
0: gonna be tasty. I no wonder I like it so much. Three percent butterfly and one percent unicorn.
2: Yeah, exactly. Interesting, interesting.
1: So uh, just uh, a little bit about how y'all started Blue Run and kind of, you know, how you guys got to where, you at, where you're at today. What? How'd you guys start?
2: Sure. Um, well, it all started with this unexpected phone call that I received from a guy named Jesse McKnight. Uh, Jesse, was, uh, Jesse was in the same... uh general business that i was uh which is politics and um you know he and i were trying to find some things to do together uh jesse's originally from georgetown kentucky grew up uh literally across the street from elijah craig's uh uh home place you know like jesse could stand on his porch on a windy day and throw a dry nerf ball and nail elijah craig's front door
1: (laughs) Um, such a good that's, right, I, that's such a it, good descriptor because I can imagine like that feeling throwing a dry Nerf football on,
2: right on a windy you day and that thing you guys can know what whistle? it's like right you know what it's like when it's wet and you know you can yeah, you can so. basically throw that thing anywhere you want right yeah. but when it's dry and windy you just kind of never know where it's gonna go but like that's the that was the proximity of the Jesse. Nerf football
0: with like the whistle on it I need to go yeah. buy one of those for tailgating that you throw that thing like a hundred yards yeah had like a had like a propeller on the back it was great i could yeah. launch that thing felt like damn Marino.
1: yeah like joe montagna
0: yeah montagna
1: yeah gotta have people
2: sign some some waivers i think
0: uh at the tailgate i'm going on amazon right now to see if i can still buy, if i can buy there one. you go it will probably get, be like a hundred dollars get three we I think are we like 10 bucks
2: more. i will yeah there you go um uh, so anyway jesse uh uh Always had this desire to figure out how to bring bourbon back to, to Georgetown, which is in Scott County, and Scott C- County was dry forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. How much are they're, they, Paul? They're ten dollars. Ten bucks. Oh my
1: Of God. course they're ten bucks. It's not like there's some I'm so happy buying them.
0: Mm-hmm. My son my son's not gonna know what's gonna happen because I could he, when he's not when he's misbehaving and won't listen to me across the yard. <laughs> attention getter.
2: There you go. Plus, I think you guys should get some sort of discount code from amazon and um because i think the orders for those footballs are going to start flooding in they should these podcast posts right
0: i agree be a whole um, three, <laughs> <laughs> all from us i just <laughs> don't know i need to know what color to buy now like they have different colors oh my god this is like a dream
2: it's almost like you're looking at the blue run catalog at the moment
1: well yeah which yeah,
2: color butterfly little... should i get what what am i looking for here <laughs> Great tie back. Um,
0: Meanwhile, Connor's just like, how do I get one of these bottles without a butterfly on it? So it yeah. doesn't scare me when I open it.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we went through a we went through a phase where uh, we'd get a message from a consumer here or there saying, I bought a butterfly or bought a bottle and it doesn't have a butterfly on it. Well, our butterflies were getting treated like hood ornaments back in the day. Um, you know, they were just, they were, people are figuring out a way to take them off on shelves, um, which I've found kind of humorous, but then it, you know, it ends up costing us time
0: pain in the ass
2: money, right? It's like, well, yeah. now we've got to ship somebody a butterfly and tell them exactly how to put it on and where it goes and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, I digress. So Jesse called me and said, Hey, somebody wants to sell me some barrels of bourbon. What should we do? just like that uh that bottle right there. And I uh my snap reaction was like let's do nothing. Maybe we'll drink them. But <laughs> you know, it really doesn't yeah. seem like a doesn't seem like a business. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: that's a good reaction. I would have said that. You want some barrels and be like I'm drinking them, right? Like yeah. oh, I'll have to get rid of them. This is not for me, guy. Like right. you haven't met me.
2: <laughs> right. So I I just kind of uh oh there's a butterfly flying overhead right now, Connor. Duck. Um, duck. Yeah. Um so I just kind of sat on it for a while, and all of a sudden, I had what was you know for me was kind of an epiphany, which was there may be a business here if there are quality barrels out there, uh and we approached it entirely different than mm. anybody else has in the past how do we mm. How do we approach this in a way that is new and fresh and different and more welcoming and widening or? Growing the size of the tent. Right? Because it's like, um, you know, the definition of insanity, right? It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result.
1: Oh, I thought I was going to a butterfly garden. <laughs> yeah, well, that is. That's the secondary definition.
2: Um, and I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't want to experience what I thought was the definition of insanity. It's like, right. if it's been done before why are we going to do it again? How can, like, what's going to make us different? We're just going to be like a, you know, uh, it's going to be copycat syndrome. And mm. that's not awesome. That's not fun. That doesn't change anything. And so, uh, yeah, we started looking at this and I started putting a team together and we came up with the concept and uh, we lucked into working with Jim Rutledge. And, uh, cool, yeah, God, he is... He is, uh, you know, I, I used to like to say that Jim Rutledge belongs on the uh, the, the bourbon Mount Rushmore.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: I, honestly, Jim Rutledge is such an amazing human that I think he just belongs on Mount Rushmore. Uh, <laughs> He's a cool dude. I got to spend a whole day with him.
1: All right, on, hold on a second. Who would, what president would you replace for Jim? Oh, we just add more. There's plenty oh, of rock. Just, <laughs> just, yeah.
0: There's rocks yeah. everywhere. It would just yeah. you put it. No, you don't even just put a space. You put a Glenn Karen with his face on it. Even better. Yeah, Cause
2: he, he's so, hmm. he's so humble that he wouldn't accept uh, that sort of attention. Um, but he deserves that sort of attention because the guy is, he is an artist um, and a scientist and Michael Jordan and, you know, Drake and all those things put together into one. Um, the guy's just incredible. And so, you know, we really lucked out, um, having the chance to sit down and tell him what our, our vision for, for blue run was and, and how we were going to approach it. And the fact that he bought in and he's like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Let's go do it was, um, humbling. It remains humbling. Every time I get to talk to Jim, it's humbling. It's like, um, you know, it's like going to Disneyland, uh, you know, as a, as a 10 year old. Um, so that's pretty cool. And, um, you know, we launched during the middle of the, not even the middle, kind of the earlier days, of the pandemic, uh, in, uh, late 2020 and it was a different world, right? People were sitting at home trying to figure out what they were going to do, how they were not going to die, all that stuff. Um, and I was
0: drinking a lot.
2: That is, that is a great way to cleanse the, uh soul
0: oh so everyone made we, we we made the 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 obvious joke of uh just drink more whiskey it kills covid yeah so, especially so we did. in kentucky yeah yeah well yeah see like i mean i definitely drank more back then and i think a lot of i the 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 thing about covid right was the obviously you take what it was and it being terrible and all that the interesting things that there, there's a lot of really interesting things that did come from it, right? Like creativity, ingenuity, more people actually coming to whiskey podcasts, like like ours, right? All these things that never would have happened if it wasn't for that, uh, and all these like different communities and stuff being built, like you know, we know people that are halfway across the world now because. That was the way we were, you know. We would go on lives for three hours and have three hundred people watching, and people would jump in and out from, you know, from the UK and from Australia and Canada, and it was really like you saw this whole different, almost like community build within that, and it was such a cool thing to see from that perspective. And you guys launching there, and that probably plays something to do with the popularity as well. Uh, but it's it's sad to say, but it's also true to say. If you had a brand that kind of launched in that and you gain any sort of traction, you guys gained a lot more momentum than you might've got in any other situation.
2: Yeah. I think it, it were, it was pretty fortuitous actually. Um, We didn't expect that to happen right. When we were planning this, we had a whole different playbook. Like everything was different. I'd like to talk about the fact that we actually had part of the plan was that we were going to, we were going to fill up our backpacks um, and go door to door in Manhattan, right? That's how we were going to get on shelves. And, you know, a lot of people say that brands are built on the on-premise. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have the chance to build the on-premise because the on-premise didn't exist. Right. So we had to do it entirely differently. And, and that's kind of been a through line for us in that when I guess I like to say when 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 people zig we like to zag um are there are there new unique approaches to take um can we question the way things have been done in the past like why is you know we like to talk about small batch why is small batch called small batch when there's no legal definition you could put 10,000 barrels into a small batch right um right so uh along the way we've just we've decided that that we want to challenge certain things in the way that they've been done and attempt to improve them or do them differently or provide people with options, uh, I guess, options and alternatives. Um, and we want to have fun along the way. We want to, I think Connor said this early, we, we've been very, very uh, focused on engagement, hmm. right? Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a company that we would support if we had nothing to do with it. That's the goal, right? I, I grew up in the in the shadow of, of Nordstrom, where you know if you if if you bought tires from some random store and you wanted to return them, guess what? Nordstrom takes them back. Like you can get your you can return something you didn't even buy uh, from hmm. from them, and the yeah, right. And the customer service was uh, was solid. Um, and so there are a lot of brands out there, big and small that don't take the time to get to know their customers, Mm -hmm. right? We want, we want to treat our customers like family, um, because that's how we would want to be treated. And so we're approaching this very differently. We're approaching this in a way that, that takes a lot of time and a lot of thought, right? I spend, oh God, too many hours uh, a day, uh you compound that over a week, months, and a year, writing thank you notes to people who buy bottles online. And now people who've bought bottles at retail and send me a picture. Um right, because we want to connect with people. I want to get to know people. I want to know what makes them tick, what they like about us, what they don't like about us, and form these relationships that are going to stand the test of time.
0: Super that's super interesting. That's a whole nother way of going about it, the 300 podcasts. And that's the first time I've heard that.
2: Yeah. And it may be the last, although there will, like I said, you know, about the copycat hey. syndrome, there will be others who are going to say, wait a minute, well, this is how you do it. Let's go do this. What?
0: I mean, I think you're seeing it in some aspects and it, it depends on the brand, right? Like you're not seeing the big five, right? They're not going out there and doing that. And, you know, we've had some conversation with some people and, you know, you know, maybe someone's posted a video or something just kind of like, you know, calling out one of the bigger distillers. And like, they don't give a shit. They don't have to give a shit buffalo trace is the most award-winning distillery in the world nothing wrong with their whiskey but they don't have to do that right like when you're starting that i mean even if you look at someone like mark Wahlberg and his tequila right he's going to like random places in the middle of nowhere meeting people and handing out like like what kind of what you said like the back place. he's going to like different people's like houses just randomly and be like on cinco de mayo and be like hey here's like a gift bag
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: those are like the things that that you kind of do have to do to find a niche to get in you know penelope is another one that kind of does things differently and all those you know it is that personal aspect um that i think really resonates now it's not that the bigger brands are doing it wrong it's they're more established And where you're going into a into something like whiskey that is a saturated market how do you stand out how do you separate yourself whether it's your story how you go to market the type of bottle what's in your bottle who you relate to but overall, how do you engage with the people that are buying your product to make them keep coming back? And that's where I think you guys are doing a really good job. You know, there's a you you guys are doing it differently than a lot of a lot of people, and that's what's going to create long loyal customers for. You know, that's not just that one time person that goes and buys it and just says, "Hey, that was good." Now, what's the
2: next thing? Hundred percent. And you know, we don't have two hundred years of history uh, that that you know lift us and drive us. Mm -hmm. We have, um, we have something that, that, you know, I guess we have, we have plenty of passion. Um, we have a huge desire to be able to do things, um, that maybe, you know, maybe the people 200 years ago were, were thinking through and trying to do, but it's, it's new because nobody's doing it today, right? Nobody, you know, nobody really, um, you know, we'll go to the extent we will. And I think that's, that's what's different. And it makes it fun, right? I want to know, I love knowing the people behind the companies that I support. Um, and I think that, that people feel the same about Blue Run. They want to know me or Tim or Jesse or Jim or Shailen. Um, you know, and that's, it makes it fun. It makes it more, what's the word? Um, palatable
0: <laughs>
2: yeah i don't know maybe it's just more like more real It's more of a connection
0: right you know yeah. it's just like when makers basically saved the whiskey world all those years ago you know and how they did things that's not you know to today i mean who would have thought you were going to have you know social media the way it is or you know a global pandemic yeah. that was going to change how you know your whole go to market strategy and how you you do that you know basically in today's it's it's if you can connect with people and you can have a good story and something like that and you send some bottles out that marketing almost can, does it by itself it flows and everybody's like oh Ryan got that bottle bourbon with friends has it has it and they love it now i want to get it now i love it right and then you guys come over the top with like this personal aspect and being engaging and just like that, you've got something that's that's really going. By the way, we are 20 minutes in, and I haven't tried that. I just started drinking, by the way, because I was staring that's at fine. these too much. I couldn't not. And so, Connor's like got the bottles turned around so he doesn't have to look at the butterfly because so, he's scared. <sighs> no, I actually don't. That's a lie. <laughs> so, I've had I'm this. Look at
1: this butterfly in its
0: eyes. The first, the first uh, thing we're going to try uh, is uh, the Reflection One. It's Kentucky Straight uh, Bourbon Whiskey, 95 proof. And I've had this before, so I'm going to let Connor kind of go into talking about this one first, because since he's the uh, butterfly virgin over here.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, <laughs> I haven't even smelled it yet, really. So,
0: Like how I called you the butterfly virgin, though? Getting your shirt that says that.
1: Butterflies are not, like, cute. I don't understand what, where this comes from. They're, they're, they have, look at their eyes. Look at close-up pictures of butterflies. They're not cute.
0: What do you think of the whiskey?
1: I mean, it's really good. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, I like it's, it's not, uh...
0: That analysis was as shitty as your fear of butterflies. Why don't you give us something better?
1: Yeah, I, I, I gotta, I need a second. Is this, uh, is the you reflection want me to tell you is you a it, little bit about it? Yeah, is it high rye? It's a,
2: it's a high rye mash bill. Okay. Uh, this is, this is Jim Rutledge Distillate. Okay. Um, this is, uh, after after working through a number of different proof points with Jim and, uh, Peggy and Shailen, um Peggy No. Stevens and Shaylin. Um we love Peggy. Peggy is uh Peggy, Peggy I like to call Peggy the uh, uh the the uh fairy godmother of Blue Run. Um if
0: you've never heard the podcast with her you shouldn't listen to us go talk about drunk food. It's amazing. <laughs> good conversation great conversation
2: she's good with uh, sober food and drunk food she's pretty amazing
0: yeah yeah, um, yeah but you just wouldn't expect the conversation to come from someone you know she's like you know it's someone you're you're kind of like nervous to ask her because yeah. like, you know we don't know how someone a little bit older than us is gonna take it she just ran with it it's great she,
2: she is unstoppable she's a force of nature she's totally cool she's she's the best yeah. um so we stumbled upon didn't stumble upon but through painstaking effort we found this proof point um, because we were looking for something that was going to be much more approachable for, I guess, people of all levels. But, you know, if you're a first time, um, if you're a first time, uh, a bourbon drinker, you know, you don't really want to get punched in the face. Um, I like to think of reflection one as the type of thing that I want to fill my garage with and I could drink all day, every day. Right, it's approachable. I'm gonna use this word that people think is like forbidden, but it's smooth. I
0: we use it all the time, so, so yep. nah, I don't it care. is we're, really, we're really snobs. smooth.
2: Um, but it also left me with something that I don't get very often and I really like. It leaves me with this tingle on the on the roof of my mouth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That it's sweet. Get very often, it is sweet, right? And it, and it and it it's almost it goes against the grain when you're thinking about oh well, it's a high rye mash bill, yet it's sweet. But that's the magic of Jim Rutledge. It's, Jim Rutledge, it's almost delicate. It is. It's de- like a butterfly, right? Um, <laughs> you know, it's got it's got layers, and that's the the that's the magic of Jim Rutledge. Is this like it's like peeling an onion, and you mm, just and doesn't. It doesn't drink layer. like a ninety
1: five proof either. No. What's no. what's the what's the uh, what's the mash bill?
2: It's a sixty five thirty. Oh, it's five. I, yeah,
1: because it, it's very like I. It's I think it's very spicy. You know. You do? Oh, oh yeah. I think it's, really? spicy. it's spicy
0: as all. I think I, it's sweet. I, I like think it. It's decadent. It,
1: it reminds me of like a high, like a four roses. Like it, it's it has that same palatability of like a of a high rye bourbon because it is, but it's also like. At the same time, uh, sweeter than uh mm-hmm. than a for just because of gin, yeah. you know, a, a four roses a, a four roses uh, bourbon. It's it's got the spice, but it's a bit sweeter. I think that for me personally, this this is awesome. I'm gonna if I see this on the shelf, I'm gonna buy it just after two sips. It's 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 very good. I don't know if I could drink it every day, but that's because I don't know if I could drink like like spicy whiskey every day in general but i i agree this is something that like is super approachable and i could grab this at any time in in the middle of summer in the dead of winter yeah outside inside uh with food without food i guess it's it's very versatile it is Um, so versatile i can drink it
2: neat i add it with a i had it with a paper plane last night
1: Um, i bet that was delicious would probably taste good with an ice cube in it too i bet
2: I guess. I mean, I think that's blasphemy, but you go, you go ahead, Connor.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm just, I'm just, scared I'm about, just kidding. The funny thing yeah. is, is I've never said I would want, I wanted to try a whiskey with an ice cube in it until literally just now. And, oh. and, and Mike was rude to me.
2: Yeah. I, I, this is the moment. I'm, I'm sorry, Connor. I take it all back, but <laughs> I actually, you know, Jim, Jim has, uh, has helped me come to this conclusion because I like everything neat. Mm. Um, and, Jim has, has has just pounded this into my head. People should drink their whiskey however they want to enjoy it. Right? Course, so if you yeah. want to put Coke or Diet Coke or... <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Doctor, uh, we, were being, uh, we were being inclusive
0: on this conversation but, and I was just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> or,
2: or jolt or... Uh, Mountain you know, Dew, Mountain Dew, or Fresca in it. You, you go melted ahead. Melted
0: ice cream. Yeah. The uh, the other thing I wanted to talk say yeah, about might is be, might be it's, good it's... with
2: melted vanilla ice cream. By the way. Oh, I, just FYI. I would, Yeah, I would do. that. Actually,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, yes. has anyone ever done that? Like, like yeah, I poured bourbon over ice cream. It's fucking no, no, amazing. over like melted ice cream. Like, kind of kind of warm though. a little bit. Like, it'll
0: it it'll kind of melt it a little bit though.
2: I guess it's almost like bourbon cream in a way. Can try it later. Yeah.
0: We can try it later. We got something else. You know. nice. the, the other thing I was gonna say is, it's a nice oily whiskey too. It had really big, long legs on it. just yeah. really nice viscosity. Uh, so um, I, I, I've drank it several times. So uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of that one.
2: You may, yeah. you may want to stock up, uh, because Uh-oh. it's called Reflection One for a reason. Well,
0: then it's gonna be Reflection Two, right?
2: It'll be Reflection Two, but it's uh, so there's there's gonna be a through line with it right there's going to be some of the original reflection one barrels in it but then there's a deviation so there's going to be a new flavor profile in reflection two i've got like three bottles of it so far i think okay that's good i it's funny i just looked at my at my bar i've got i've got three open bottles right now now why have three at the same time i don't know but um (laughs) if, if that gives you any indication about how i feel about reflection one um and i will be loading up. I'm going to stock up on that as much as I can over the next couple of months because I don't want to envision a future where I don't have Reflection One available.
0: So breaking news on Bourbon with Friends podcast, make sure you buy Reflection One before it's gone. Yes. There you go. There you go. Yes.
2: Indeed. I am... And, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, and you know, for Connor who said, well, I don't know, you know. It's pretty spicy. I'm not sure I can drink that every day. I think we got you something else to sip on that could probably be like that uh, you know, the the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday sort of pour to mm. just to break it up a little, right? Because mm.
0: I, I am very excited about trying this next one. You've got it over there. Why don't you introduce
1: it? Well, but, is it the is it the sample or yes. the up to thirty? Yeah, one? the sample. sample. Yeah. All right. We are going to be drinking Blue Run Batch Summer, Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, Double Oak, Single Barrel. At one hundred six point two proof. God, that's like just, now that sounds. That just sounds like dirty talk. That sounds <laughs> scrumptreless. Scrumptra-
0: exactly. That nose is like chocolate.
1: Yeah.
2: This is, is online, online only. Correct, right? That is online only. It comes in the the coolest looking box you've ever seen. Um, and you know what's? I think what's unique. About these barrels is that they they're, they they come they're double toast, so they start in a toasted barrel and then they're moved oh my. to a second toast. Oh my! Oh, right? Jesus me, took Paul, the wheel. Could you could you drink now? This is the type of thing that's dangerous, right?
0: That's a dessert whiskey.
2: Yeah, because it just but but for me, it's almost like am I? I'm not. I'm drinking water. Obviously it's not the viscosity of water, but it goes no. down really, really easy.
0: That tastes like a s'more over a fire. Yep. And it doesn't drink like 105 proof. I'm more it's of the rye guy, so I'm really gonna be curious to see what Connor thinks about this. This
1: one. is this that's less spicy than the Reflection One. See, that's yeah.
0: weird. I think it's more spicy, but oh, in a no. good way.
1: No, I, I think it's a bit richer. Um Definitely. I can see the dessert. Um, uh, I think it's the best way for me to explain it. It's, it's richer and creamier than reflection one. I think it's, it's very, which is, has everything to do with the, the double toasted. I mean, that's the double toast, the infamous yeah. double toast, you know, <laughs> infamous double toast. Uh, yeah. Um, very rich and creamy. Uh, the rye is present, but it's not as present, which is weird because this is a rye and the reflections, a high rye bourbon, I get more rye on the Reflection One than I do on on this particular um, Double Toast. Like this is. I'm gonna give a weird note on this. It's it's, I not that I don't like Reflection One, but I, I think this is a bit more up 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 my alley.
2: I, I'm the weird a, note. I want the weird I, note. I
0: actually a little bit, a little bit. It's faint. I'm wonder what Connor thinks here. Feel like it almost has like. Like the smokiness of a peated scotch, not a peat, but the smokiness Ah. from the double toast a little. There's like that subtle little campfire smokiness that I might expect more in a in a single malt isla than I would from a rye. Yeah, I don't know if Connor's getting it, but it's very subtle. It's not it's not doesn't jump out and bite you, but it's there. At least I think it is.
2: I think Connor is about to disagree uh, with me. He he uh, he's going to say he agrees. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't get any smoke it's 50/50. on this. Fifty fifty. I didn't know what he was, where he's going to uh, go. I can see like how how one would pick that out, and obviously no one's ever wrong when they're doing their when they're tasting or or, or you know doing it's their so tasting notes on whiskey. Um, to me this is this is more like I kind of gravitate more towards that, that dessert type of type of aspect that you mentioned earlier, Paul, Um, almost like a, almost like a, like a, like a vanilla Coca-Cola or vanilla soda I, type of thing. There is, is a you know?
0: creaminess to like, almost like a cream soda in, in it as well. I, mm-hmm. That's obviously the toasting mellows all that out. Cream soda. Man. Oh my God. A cream soda. Right. It's now the last time you
1: cracked that. open an ice cold cream soda. It's been a while. It's been a while. They Decades. have zero
0: sugar cream soda soda now from A and W, and it's actually really
1: good. No, I had it a few weeks ago. Bought it by accident. Poured it out. It was sucked.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't think zero
1: it was sugar cream soda. Talk about blasphemous! Putting ice and whiskey. Uh, that is blasphemous.
0: How much longer are we going to be able to find this one? That is the question, Mike. Not I
2: might not, much go longer, not much longer. Not much longer. You got to go. You can go to our website, or you can go to Steelbox. but. You're going to want to grab these. I think. I think they're all listed as like low inventory of what's left. Um, so you know, stock up. Grab Didn't some. it just come
0: out? Yeah, it came yeah it's, out, li- it's literally um, sitting here. Double oak. So, all right, help me, uh, help me out here. So, there's a couple of them. There's uh, different barrels. So you have them yes. with different proof.
2: Yeah, we did ten different single barrels, and so this there's is the only this one that's kind of out of, the- of
0: stock online
2: uh, no there are there i think there are multiples they're out of stock There's like three or four they're out of stock one only
0: one says so i'm right there only one says online but some of them says almost go, all of them say almost gone but only one it's the 105.506f oh six so
2: does it have a name next to it
0: uh are you on it it our, our side barrel or, uh, yeah on okay. your site it says barrel 06f Hundred and five
2: point five proof.
1: Is this? Are these the single barrels that you did with, like, uh, like one dude Ryan and all these, all those guys? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. All right.
2: All right. Yeah. So we had we had them uh, provide tasting notes, and I know that 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 one dude Ryan's barrel sold out like within minutes. Um, Straight lines and bourbon sold out within minutes. Somebody else, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Derek's did of course Derek's Derek's so awesome Derek Um, is
1: a cross between John Wick and Andrew Tate I call him John Tate (laughs) I posted it on Instagram today and I thought it was hilarious
0: oh there's actually a a video from the uh, bourbon ball last week where they're like interviewing him like he's Andrew Tate because he had his glasses on yeah a suit with it unbuttoned it's pretty funny
2: yeah I think I commented like uh you know to somebody like oh I didn't know you brought your limo driver into the party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys will have to come to the bourbon ball next year. I think I
2: think we certainly need to.
0: Um, uh, just, and also, just so you know, our, our palettes are also amazing. We've already won a gold medal. Just throwing it out there.
2: Okay, good. So I'm happy. <laughs> I look, I'm happy to keep that in mind because it gets it's hard. It's you know it's hard to do tasting notes, um, and um, you know, and to really nail them and get them get them to the point where they can be universally understood right yeah
0: well yeah because so many people want to sound smart instead of saying what it is right like right what was it the other day what we tried something the other day and it was like and i said we were struggling with the flavor note and it was like cherry coke and i hit it and every single person was like that that is it i forget where it was what we were doing but i think
1: it was the thing we can't talk about.
0: Oh, it is the thing we can't...
1: No, it wasn't yeah, that. No, no, it was, it was no that. it's
0: not that. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the thing we can't talk Let's about Let's talk yet. about
1: that. No, we can't. We'll talk about it offline. <laughs> we can't talk about it right now. Uh, but but <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, this Barrel uh, 07F is from... And I've heard this username before, but I don't know if I've ever talked to him. Whiskey underscore Whiskey underscore Chronicles. Oh, Whiskey Whiskey Chronicles. So Will yeah. Lee... Yeah, I, I think I follow him. I I know I've seen him before, but he will Will is Will
2: is just uh he's one of the all time greats. Um mm-hmm. and uh he's got this new thing where he's doing uh speed tastings. He's sending out samples and having blind samples and having people speed taste them. It's pretty fun. Um yeah. it's good stuff. So so I'm really glad you like that. I, I Very good. You know, it, those those single barrels are First of all, they look great, right? So if there's anybody yeah. out there who's who's saying, oh, you know, my spouse doesn't want me to buy anymore. I already have enough whiskey. Well, <laughs> just look at it, right? And they're going to say, well, oh, yeah, maybe the, this one's okay. Um, what do you, and what then, do you think? Do I have enough? No, I think you're a little short. <laughs>
0: well, that's only because you can only see one wall. You can't see underneath, on the side, on the floor, downstairs.
2: Still might be short. Still might be short. I um, actually
0: went to someone's house recently, and they had more than me. I'm not saying I have the biggest, but I have about 350. Oh yeah, we also have probably 100 bottles in the garage, so about 400 bottles probably in my house oh right now.
2: That's uh, you're just getting started. I think yeah, um, just Almost get started.
0: Got to get to a thousand.
2: Got to get to a thousand. Then the next yeah. level is 1200, and then you know, and away you go. Um, yeah. So so grab. I seriously, you do not want to miss those. It just grab one of those double oaks it's worth it i'm a it double oak really sucker too that's I am too
0: that's my jam right i love it we uh we just went to another place that does a lot of like double toasting and they're you know double oaks and and things like that and i always gravitate you know especially especially when there's you know good juice in it and you do it the right way it's phenomenal Yeah, uh, so i really like that one
2: there's some heritage brands that do a double oaked and mm-hmm. they're not for me they're too sweet. Um, the sweetness I, I probably is probably the one you're talking
0: about. And I would agree some, now some do it really well and some don't. Um, yep. it just depends.
2: Yeah, exactly. So grab <laughs> that, you know, um, we also have, we have a high rye bourbon. Um, there's a, I guess it's a common misnomer. People look at it and it says high rye. It also says Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey on it. But people say, Oh, it's a rye. Well, it's not a rye. It's a high rye mash bill. But it's a high ride bourbon, and um, you know I think I think between you know we have three flagships um, that you can find hopefully at almost any point in time, even if you live in Rhode Island, um, and
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, even if you live in that shitty state.
2: <laughs> um, and so it's the high ride bourbon, Reflection One, soon to be refla- replaced by Reflection Two, and then Emerald Dry. Um, and Emerald rye is Jim Rutledge's first and only rye distillate mm. ever. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, uh, it is incredible.
1: That's a, that's a selling point right there.
2: Yeah. Just, a just knowing on that, that is interesting too. It's a 1288, I believe. Um, so, you know, wow. for people who are used to like a 95, five, um, this has more of the hallmark of a rutledge of rutledge distillate It's got layers and complexity, and um we that are acti- we're actively uh turning people who never drank rye into rye drinkers, and it's a lot of fun,
0: kinda you, like
1: Paul and I Paul yeah and I.
0: like the the more yeah. we go, the more it happens
1: yeah yeah i I love I've had some rye and i I've had some rye recently that blew my socks off, and I would rather drink them than a lot of bourbons yeah. um
2: I'll how have to i pick feel up about tequila album, right? and mezcal also right i mm. drink more mezcal than i do tequila because i think i think it's really got much more nuance and and character to it Smokiness, not to say that yeah. bourbon doesn't because i love our bourbons but mm. we we make what what we like to call bourbon drinkers rise so our rye can be loved by bourbon drinkers right and I think if you even blinded people on 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 our rise with our bourbons mixed in, it would be very hard to tell the difference in many cases.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because well, that's very true. Because this double this double oak, I'm, I'm th- I I am thinking it's. You want to um, say it's bourbon, bourbon?
2: right?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it's a bourbon, and the reflection, I'm thinking it's a rye. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Very interesting.
0: Well, we're gonna try You're one rich. more.
1: Yeah, let's try one, one more. One,
0: This one I'm actually looking at it. By the way, it's bottle one thirty-seven of twenty-six hundred from ten ten twenty twenty. So this has got to be one of your first ones.
2: Yep. That says. Does it say fall? Yes. Yeah. So that is that is the that is the first batch that hit the market.
0: Blue run Kentucky straight. Uh, bourbon whiskey, 13 years old, 113 proof. I have had this bottle actually for a little while. I've been waiting for a reason to open it. And this is as good as a reason it, as any. So, oh, you cracked it. I cracked it. Oh, it's, yeah. It's what you have. I gave you, I a, know I, I thought it was, it go. Our, no, I, I cracked it. And so this is the first time I've had this one. So we're going to huh. have this together. The first thing on the nose that I've noticed, it has almost like a little bit of a Dr. Pepper nose to it.
2: Is this yeah. a, uh, is this a neck pour or is this,
1: uh, yeah ish yeah ish well yeah it is because you cracked it mhm so there's no ish
2: um this one was fun so we sent we sent rutledge upwards of 50 samples mm-hmm. and he said no to 49 of them <laughs> And it was it was frustrating too cuz like I would get the samples also and I I'd, I'd taste them and I'd be like this is amazing. And then Jim judge is like pass.
0: <laughs> you know. No.
2: This one is amazing. Nope.
0: Pass. No pass. Right. Like, he's not going to say no to this. He says pass. He You're like I think we got 100%. the wrong <laughs> We got the wrong guy, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was just no, 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 And then finally it was like this one's pretty good. Cuz he'll never say something is great. Because there's always room for improvement from his perspective.
1: That's such I a whiskey right. guy thing to say. Yeah. That's such a master distiller thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely exactly.
2: grain forward. It is.
0: Definitely grain forward. So, hey, what, 70, 75% corn?
2: Um, n- yeah, it's between 70
0: and 75. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely not a high rye on that one. I, nope. I mean I definitely get any more traditional, like seventy-five, uh fifteen, kind of ten vibes on this one. Now you don't have to tell me what the mash bill is if it's undisclosed, close, but grain forward, corn on the nose, it's really sweet. I really enjoy like the nose. You're getting a lot of traditional. I definitely get the oakiness of the barrel coming into play as well. Obviously, you're gonna get that a little bit more on a on an eight on an older whiskey. Um, but this is this is like phenomenal you, it's got like everything that you're looking for in in an age stated older ten year whiskey uh that i'm actually it's actually really nice that you still get heavy grain forward on a thirteen year yeah and it's not Usually like wood taken. Yeah. yeah the oak tends to play more into it, but you're still getting that that grain forwardness like if you actually blind tasted it, you might not think it's thirteen years mm-hmm. because the it's grain forward what do you think, Connor? Might you like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, first sip, it's it's really it's really heavy. Is this what's the proof on it? One 113. 113. I don't
0: think it drinks like it.
1: Is that barrel proof? No, or is that 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 so that's proof down a, just a yep. I'm assuming just a little bit, just a little um, bit. Yeah, so I get a lot of the oak tannins on it, so it is very heavy in terms of like uh, like heat. Uh, I well compared to the other two, at, at the least. Um, I, I think that, uh, definitely corn grain forward a hundred percent, but I think I'm getting a bit more Oak than maybe y'all are getting. I don't get as much grain forward. I, I do think that, uh, the t- there's a lot of influence from the Oaks specifically like the, the tannins from the Oak, like a, like, like a sourness for lack of a better term. It's not sour at all, but that spiciness, it's not rye spice. It's, it's Oak spice as I like to say. Um, yet yeah, delicious.
0: What I think you're getting from the oak and what I what I'm getting is uh, kind of almost like uh, a fresh cut hayfield. Uh it's to me it's a little bit more softer than uh you know what your traditional things it tastes it tastes like a Kentucky f- field in the summer. Um, it's almost got a little bit of a wheatgrass flavor to it. It's obviously not that I get it, but like that's where I'm going to like almost like that softness there. I don't think it drinks like 113 proof. Uh, it's definitely got like a lot of layers to it and uh, it's, it's a really like an onion. Yeah, like an onion. It's <laughs> definitely complex like you would expect a good good 10 to 15 year old whiskey to be. Uh, yeah. Great color on it and I, I really like this. Like this is one that See, I'm the flip side of O'Connor. This is one I wouldn't want to drink all the time because it's, it's very complex. It's very good. You, you, you want to like enjoy these and spurts and sip on it. You don't want to just kind of, you know, drink it. The, the double oak. I want like six of those. Cause I want to have like, I just want to smoke a <laughs> half a, I want to smoke like, or smoke. I want to smoke a cigar and drink like a half of like a real big glass and yep. sit outside this is something where I think you want to just like sip on, like, you know, you've had a good day or something nice has happened. You sip on that. and You really enjoy like all the different layers that this, that this has. Uh, it's very good.
2: Yeah, did, did you I, guys, I did you
1: guys enter? This and it uh, was this entered into. Any no, word? no, we, we, uh, uh, we, we, yeah. we yeah. didn't,
2: we didn't enter these, but we, we took some of the same barrels. So we did after this, we did a, thir- we did 13 and a half year single barrels. We did 10 mm, of those oh. um, and then we did 14 year and we did, we did have a chance to enter those into San Francisco in 2021 and they both won a uh, double gold best in category.
1: Hell mm. yeah. I can see why. Cause this has the, all the influence of like I uh, I don't know, like it just kind of tastes like a, like an expensive good whiskey. Like I feel like if I were to get this, so it's like, here, do you want a glass of this? And I took a sip. It was like, oh, no, I can't afford that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's here's the good. thing.
2: You, you know, uh, you you can't afford a bottle every once in a while because I think it it rounds out what you've got. And kind of like Paul said, you know, you don't want to drink it every day because it doesn't it's not it. It may lose that feeling of, of being special.
0: Yeah. I, right. Yeah. He nailed it. Nailed it. He nailed it on that just right there.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I, I like. You know, I mean, I've got very little 13 year left, but I do want to say a little bit more breaking news if you're up for some breaking news.
0: Yeah, we're here for it.
2: So we actually have a little bit more 13 that we're re- releasing from the vault. Uh-oh. It's going to hit, uh, I can't tell you which markets across the US, but there's it's going to hit a limited number of markets. It's just going to show up on shelves. Not Rhode Island. I mean, we're all we're sending it all to Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but Connor, you, the only re- way Rhode Island gets it is if you spend a night at Butterfly World.
1: Nope, I'll redirect it to Massachusetts. That's <laughs> <have> to <laughs> so it's going
2: to be re I think I, I I can't wait. Actually, I'm gonna fig- I'm gonna try to figure this out too, and I'm gonna go hunting. Um, because if it shows up anywhere near me or anywhere near where I am, I'm grabbing some. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can see. What is what's MSRP on this?
2: Uh, at the time when when that was launched, Paul probably
1: bought it at one seventy. Yeah, this this tastes like a, like a yeah. some some somewhere up there where it's like this is. But this I mean, honestly, like a
0: thirteen year whiskey for one hundred seventy bucks is not. Terrible, That's what I'm saying. You know? That's what I'm saying. There's exactly not a I'm ton thinking. of. There's not a. I mean, it, you can even like. I mean, you can you got to like really
1: look at Russell's 13. It's like, well, an MSRP's around there, but it's like $9,000 everywhere else.
0: Well, I mean, secondary market sucks, but like, even if you go like up to 10, you got to like, really like narrowly find anything at 10. That's not going to start hitting over a hundred bucks. Very few out there that there's a 10 year whiskey that you can get under a hundred still. The,
2: the effort, that it takes to find these barrels the cost to insure them to store them to pull samples Mm -hmm. um you know i think that's a lot of the the fact that people miss this is not this is a this is a capital intensive industry um it's Mm -hmm. much easier when you have 150 or 200 years of of you know um you know uh experience behind you
0: yeah, if you have a if you have a batch that sucks, it's no big deal.
2: Right, you just toss it and forget about it. Right, um, but for us, everything's got to be good. Everything's got to be meaningful. Everything's got to hit the right notes and the right tones, um, because that's what's important to us. Right, mm. and Jim Jim has instilled this into us very early. In fact, one of the first things he said to us was, um, "The way a bottle looks will get people to buy the first. The way it tastes mm-hmm. will get them coming back." absolutely it's
0: really weird how that correlates to some things right now yeah 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 weird right I, it's it's so true uh there's been some bottles that I well <laughs> i'll say this i'll say it offline there's a there's some bottles out there that you're like oh yeah i need that then you open it and like why in the shit did i buy this this is awful i'm not gonna say the name I really want no the comment but i'm like That's yeah no comment yeah, no, Connor's not going to say it either because he knows probably exactly what I'm talking about. You know, would you drink as much whiskey as we've had over, you know, three years last, of doing
2: this... I was going to say the, the last, uh, like, 16 hours. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, I mean, the last 16 hours... How many hours are in two weeks? Uh, yeah. Because that's what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the last 16 hours we've had
2: 336 these. or something like yeah, that. Yeah.
0: We, had, we tried all three of our, barrel, of our barrel picks, and then we had... We sampled three others. And yeah, that's things, a lot of
2: whiskey. Sixteen hours,
0: and that's in sixteen hours.
2: But you guys are like, for for uh, for being hungover, you guys are doing really. We're well not hungover. Right I want not hungover.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding, Buddy, I, when you when you realize how much whiskey we drank and don't get hungover, it's terrifying. I think our or, whole bodies are
1: just like nah. Or we're just alcoholics.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know about lie. that either. No, we're I professionals. Think, yeah, there's a difference, right?
0: Professional alcohol. Um, well, we also know how to drink right, what whiskey. What would you say about Joey
2: Chestnut? You know?
0: <laughs> I also, we just yeah, know how to drink Lizzie whiskey guy. without overdoing it. Yeah. We can it's enjoy like
2: your. Yeah. It's not like you're taking down, you know, uh, like a Russo pour. Yeah. Four or five of those, right?
0: Yeah. No. I mean, you know, we enjoy whiskey. I mean, look, of course, a little head buzz is, is, is no one's going to say anything about that. You know, that's kind of a happy piece to it i guess but you know we're not doing this to get belligerent we enjoy the spirit we enjoy thinking through it you know it's not fun for us to just drink to get belligerent we drink it to enjoy it and you know we get a little bit of a head buzz and enjoy a cigar with it and that's what it's for
1: plus um you ever seen the movie once upon a time in hollywood no it's directed by quentin tarantino starring uh, leonardo dicaprio brad pitt and Margot robbie and al pacino i highly recommend it it's one of quentin i'm doing it tonight I, I'm telling you, like we went to uh, California a few weeks ago and they, sh- it's all about the Manson murders. Um, so Sharon Tate, Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. Sure. And they, we went to uh Cielo drive in California while we were there two weeks ago. And Paul was like, why are we going here? I'm like, shut up. Just, just come here. And it's, it's a because view of the movie. It was a Great cool view. View. But anyways, uh, Paul and I are both like, uh, like we never, uh, I've ne- At least me, I don't know if Paul smoked a cigarette once or twice, but don't smoke cigarettes, never smoked weed, never done drugs, never done anything like that. And there's a great line in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, where Brad Pitt's character, who plays Leonardo Di- DiCaprio's character, Stunt Double, in the movie, uh, says, hey, do you want this uh, acid dip cigarette? I bought it for 50 cents earlier today. And Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the best lines in movie history, goes, nah, man. My booze don't need nobody. And that's how I live <laughs> my life. <laughs> I like my whiskey. I like my cigars occasionally. And that's all that I need. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm adding blue run into the rotation. There um, you go. Even though I hate butterflies. If
0: you actually hear of anything like where their butterflies are disappearing off the shelves in the Northeast, you know who's the corporate.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. Right. Um. Thanks for that, Bill Connor. It's, it, it, you know. It's like a butterfly gate. Can we do that? Can we
1: yes. a, make it
2: a hashtag? Happy gate. Th- We're gonna go butterfly gate. I think gate? you should
0: just send him like, like a hundred butterflies. Like live ones, or yeah, sure, or just like the the stickers too. That that might be safer for the <laughs> you know we don't we we don't need you getting like you know visited by Peta. Will Peta right. do that for butterflies? Shr- Maybe Schrodinger's
2: Schrodinger's butterfly. Right. Yeah. You don't just, open the box. Just,
0: yeah just over there just like just like letting the butterflies just get shredded in a fan or something
1: yeah if 100 if 100 butterflies showed up at my door i would move <laughs> would you scream squeal my god i hope i would scream like a man <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, Maca- uh macaulay Col- oh, like uh, culkin. macaulay culkin in home alone yeah i remember when yeah. he's about to get hit by the car yeah that's how yeah. I would scream, and I, then I would I think and that, then I would pull out double, double katanas and start slicing with like a um, ninja.
2: That would be that would be pretty crazy. Uh, um, I'd like to see I, that. Though we should set up a camera.
1: I we can. I mean, I can I can record it for the gram. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I could. <laughs> you should.
0: Mike, tell everyone where they can follow you guys. Find your delicious whiskey online and all that good stuff.
2: Sure. Uh you can find us on uh on all the socials uh at Blue Run Spirits. Um and uh you wanna reach out to me, uh you can. I'll respond. Mike at Blue Run Spirits.com. I'm crazy like that. Um but uh I wanna I wanna get to know everybody who loves Blue Run. I wanna get people who don't know about Blue Run to try it. Um give us a shot because I think you'll actually like it and you'll wanna join the family.
0: No, I I definitely think you should, if you haven't tried it by now, look at the end of the day too, everyone's curious about the bottle, right? Like it's, it's got a freaking butterfly on it. Nobody, nobody else has a butterfly. So, uh, and if you're in Rhode Island and you find it, you know, definitely see Connor, send him a message, send him a butterfly and, uh, and, and blow him a kiss too, because he's going to scream like a little girl. Mm. Yeah. Awesome! <laughs> thanks, Mike. We really appreciate this. This is uh, this was awesome. Uh, we really enjoy what you guys are doing, and thanks everyone for listening. And remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at bwf podcast. Thanks for listening.